Gemara today's blood is that Ayin Aleph Amir Aleph. And we were talking about in the Mishnah that an Odal, somebody who's uncircumcised, a coin who's uncircumcised, or his tummy, he cannot eat uh, Truma. However, his wife and his avodim can because he's still a coin. And we explain how do we know an Odal cannot eat Truma? We have Sochir Vitoshev that says by Karben Pesach, and Sochir Vitoshev says by Truma, make it very shovel. Just like Karben Pesach and Odal is not allowed to eat from it, it says Karol, Karol, the same, same thing over here. By Truman, an Odal cannot eat from it. And Rabbi Kuba said, you don't need that. We have Ish Ish. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So Yimoto said uh, yesterday that you, you dashin from the word boy. You know, we were trying to also learn other dinim from Pesach. And we said, no, you can't. And one of them, it says boy, only in it. So Yimoto said, if you're going to be so pedantic, it also says the word mimenu by eight lines at the top of the page. Uh, it says three times mimenu. Mimenu, many means from it, as if also to exclude something. What's it coming to exclude? So says that comes to for Rabba, what Rabba we're going to learn in a few days from now, three times Mimenu, what we learn from that. Let's go back to what we learned yesterday. Rabbi Kiva says, you don't have to learn like Zeshava, Sachim, Toshim. So um, it says in the Pasik, Ish, Ish. It says in the Pasik that a person from Adam, if he happens to be Tomeb, he should not eat Kachim, and over there, Kachim means Truma, until he goes to the Mikveh. And, and the fact that it says till he goes to the mikvah tells us clearly we're not talking about kachim because kachim is not enough to go to mikvah. Kachim, you also have to bring kabonis the next day. So we're talking about uh, we're talking about truma. And as soon as it becomes, you know, the mikvah, he waits for the sun to set, he can eat truma. And Ishi should tell you there's another person that can't, and that is an Oru. Well, I was Maybe it comes to include the Oinan. Same question we had yesterday, we're going to learn to repeat again now. I'm going to be so because have a special posse called Zor. Only a Zor disqualifies you. In other words, a non koyin cannot eat Truma. Zor is a mark of Oinan, but a koyin who's an Oinan can eat. Said, how do you know? Aimo, let us say, let us say that not only Yisro, but an Oru koyin could eat. So, Mora says, Oxiv ishish, it says ish ish, and we include as another kind of a person who cannot eat, and that's an oral. Says in Maramaris, how do you know to say that an oral cannot eat? And an oinen could eat, maybe it's the other way around. Mistabra, it makes sense, areilus have a little bit. It makes sense to exclude areilus. It came for the reason we said yesterday. First of all, mice, you have to do an activity to fix yourself up, and kurusim, you get cutters if you don't. And we said it's on your own body. And <clears throat> And uh, and so and also we said that we said yesterday that if you're evid um, as well, um, it, it holds you back. And also we said the um, that it's you know it, it was before Dibur, it was before Martin Taylor, and um, and explains because the you have to do activity with mice, you have to do in your own body. You get cut, you don't do it. But it was it was already existed before. This not only your own meal, but even your body. So, so strict. That's why also we'll say an Odal, somebody's not circumcised, cannot eat Truman. Once you, you mal yourself, you're overdone with. Mashenkin oinin can happen on a number of occasions. And it's probably, it can happen any, to anyone, not only limited to men. It's beyond your control. You're right. But the Arevus has more stringencies. And Rabbi said the same we learned yesterday. Forget the fact that it's more. On my cross in the Pasik, we're right in the middle of Ayn Alf on the middle page. Ish, ish. It says, ish, ish. Ezo dover, which and says twice ish, as if to stress only man. What is it that only applies to man? The Ayn of Ish and not the woman. That only a man and not a woman is an autumn. And therefore, it says, ish, who's the extra person that we're disqualifying? I mean, Truman is an autumn. 
Obviously, it's not extra for Xer So What does he do with the words Toshiv Toshiv What's he coming to teach you? Omar Bishmaya. Bishmaya says, interesting. Come and teach you last. So, if you have an Arab, Mo, they all circumcise themselves. Or give any mo, or give any who circumcise themselves, they're from the Vinay Torah. They're Goyim who circumcise, and it comes to tell you that they also cannot uh, participate in the current Pesach, even though they are circumcised. Um, you can, someone asks, I need to exclude them. Why? You would have thought because they're circumcised, they're allowed to eat the current Pesach. Just because they're physically circumcised, they think spiritually that's considered circumcised. But Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. Um, <clears throat> not in the Mishnah, all the Goyim are considered an oral, even the physically circumcised, since halachically they don't have to, it's as if nothing happened. But now, until we learn, if a person says, Koyinim, I'm going to ask them myself. It's a, it's a, it's a language of a vow, as we'll see in the Moran Adarim. Koyinim, Shani Nenel Arelim. I'm going to ask them myself if I have any pleasure from an Arelim. Who are Arelim? Mutter Bareli Yisrael. So he's allowed to have pleasure from a Yid, even though they're uncircumcised, because when you say Arelim, what do you mean? Arelim is, is a generic name for all Goyim because the fact that they're circumcised means nothing. And the Yid, even though he's not circumcised, since he should, is as if he is circumcised. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's forbidden, even though the Goyim is Gemalat, since he's, and he only said Arelim, all Goyim fall under that Koinim. Then he says, Koinim Shani El If he says, I'm asking myself to have any Hanar from somebody who is circumcised, who shouldn't he have Hanar from? He's allowed to have Hanar from Goyim. But also about Ali Yisrael, but he's now I have a no from any yid, even though he's physically un, uh, uncircumcised. Is that what do we see from here? That all goyim halachically, or all goyim are considered, according to Rashi, vernacular of, 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 of the Durham, but general halachically as well, as if they're uncircumcised, because halacha doesn't tell them, doesn't mandate that they should circumcise themselves. So if all goyim are considered uncircumcised, why in the world would you need a posse to tell you about Korm Pesach that a goyim cannot participate in the Korm Pesach? So what does he do with Taisha Vesach? Ella to tell you who cannot even come pay somebody you would have thought should allow to include a gay. If a gayer started the process, Shemol, he already circumcised himself, but was like trouble, didn't go to the next stage. You go to the mikra. You would have thought he's on the way, so maybe he can participate in current Pesach. It tells you no, he cannot participate in the current Pesach. That, and that's what we learn out from. The cotton. And another case is a child who was born that um, that uncircumcised and as a machlekes we had more Shabbos, a child is born uncircumcised. Is that it? He's already completed the mitzvah, or they still have to do something a nip to make it bleed a little bit. You still have to continue the damn priest, so sort of in midway. And the chiddush is they cannot eat from it. <clears throat> Rabelezer doesn't need the pasik for that. He's consistent with his view. He holds that a geisha marvel tava, a geisha who started the process and then go to mikveh, is actually a gemal, is a full fledged get. And he also holds, somebody holds cotton, if a child's born already circumcised, ain't sort of hotim and dampris. They're completely, it's completely circumcised. And therefore, the taka could participate in the current Pesach. So, Toyshu Vesach is not coming to exclude that at all. <clears throat> Okay, fine. So he used the Torah Sochem to teach you this Quran. What did he do with the extra word Ish? He answered, and we have this many times. But sometimes the Torah repeats itself, and according to some, it's to teach you halach, and others say, no, Torah sometimes uses the language of vernacular of people, and sometimes you just repeat yourself. So that's an interesting question. Cotton Odel, a child who is not circumcised yet. And we're going to talk about a child who's under eight days old. 
In other words, he doesn't have yet the mitzvah. There's a mitzvah now that he has to circumcise over eight, eight days old, but not yet. So um, the question is, now we know we, somebody's, on, we just said an oral cannot have any benefit from truma. Is a child before eight days considered an oral? Halakhli or not? I think Mara will explain the question. Can you smear oil of truma on it? Because smearing it halachically has the same thing like drinking. Whether it's but has the same thing as drinking. So um, the question is, how do we treat the child before the eighth day? Do we say, the fact is that the child's uncircumcised and therefore it's not circumcised? Or in fact, because there's no mitzvah, uh, therefore, it's not ma'akiv at all. The mitzvah only, even though he has a mitzvah today, then the eighth day he should model himself, it's not because the mitzvah is today. The mitzvah only starts the eighth day. Or do we say, and, and therefore right now, it's not ma'akiv because there's nothing there. Or do we say no, that, um, that what it called? Or do we say that he already has a mitzvah today to model himself, and therefore since uh, on the eighth day, since he has a mitzvah ready now and he's not going to model it yet, he's considered uncircumcised. I'm going to say Toshma, coming here for the following, Bryce, uh, we can do the, in the answer your question. It says, All I know is there's two psukim. One for your son, if it's not circumcised, they cannot, not only they cannot participate in the current pace of neither can you. And one is regarding an evid slave. But the wording in the Pasuk is very different. When it comes to your son, it says in the Pasuk, I'm just calling you the Pasuk, make the current Pesach, which making means shechted. Make sure, then you circumcise every male, and then then you can bring it up. So it says clearly here that you have to first circumcise the son, and then you can bring it up. What, what process of the current place we're talking about? The making of it, the shechting of it. When it comes to an evid, it says, however, it says, the um, evid, any evid that belongs to you, Umalta oisa, you circumcise them, and then then they eat from it. So when, we don't care where they were up to when it comes to the shechting. We say that in order for them to eat, we need to make sure at that stage that they're circumcised, as if the evid only came onto the horizon right before eating, but by the child, as if it came on the horizon right before the shechting. So says the Gemara. I know is that what if your son is not circumcised when you're shechting the animal, then it's a problem. Or ever is a problem only when it comes to time of eating. And if you have an ever that wasn't circumcised, then you cannot eat. No, it could, it sounds like you could shech the carbon while your ever isn't circumcised, but you cannot eat your carbon while it's uncircumcised. Now, how do you know that it doesn't really matter? That as well, Yavodim have to be circumcised even before you shech, and your son has to be circumcised even before you eat, even though it didn't matter when it came to shechting. And it comes up afterwards. You need to make sure the circumcision before eating. So we say, oz, oz, In both of them said the word oz. By an evidence says, after your malam, oz, only then you can eat from it. And by your son, it says, then you can say, oz, oz, that they both have to be gemalat at the same time when it comes to shechting and eating. Now the Gemara says, let's understand exactly the practicality of this. It's possible you can have two circumstances, two scenarios. One is that the Evid was already your Evid before the shechting to make sure he's circumcised. And one is he wasn't around during the shechting, but he came, they bought him afterwards that afternoon. And therefore, it has to be circumcised before the eating. That makes sense. It's possible. You can have a possibility, a, um, a case where the Evid wasn't there. When you came to shechting the animals, so you were able to shecht. It only became your evid afterwards. You bought it after you shechted the, the current pesach, but before you sat down to eat. Make sure you're circumcised. How is it possible a case if you have a zohar and you already had to mal him 
before the shechting. So what's the Torah have to tell you about maling before the eating? How can you have a child that wasn't chayiv to mala by the shechting, but you chayiv to mala by the eating? How is that possible? Because if, if that day is chayiv a meal, it's chayiv the whole day. How can you find it? How is that possible? In other words, this child had no chayiv a meal when it came to shechting the animal. Um, and what happened? The child was born afterwards? There's no, no, no chayiv a meal yet, unless you're going to say that the moment the child is born, the child is ready to consider an oral. And for the first eight days, it must be born after you shechted the animal, so he wasn't a problem then. But now that the child is born, even though it's day number one, it's a problem. That even though the mitzvah of Mila doesn't kick into the eighth day, the fact is you, you have a child in Odal, and therefore you cannot eat on Pesach. Omar Rav says, Rav, does that make sense? <clears throat> says, Rav, let me ask you a question. The Pesach says, says, if you can circumcise the child, you must circumcise the child. In other words, the only time that the Torah says that not mauling is a problem is if you could have and you didn't. If you mal a child before eight days, let's say you decide to circumcise a child day number seven, he's not circumcised. You got to do it again on the eighth day. So it doesn't make sense. So what's shot? How can you find a case of a child that wasn't chayiv mila by the by the shechita and it's chayiv mila by the meal? I love my skin. We're talking about a child that had a fever, that had um, some kind of a fever, and now the fever had dissipated and disappeared. And now, therefore, um, you're able to go ahead and model the child. We have a rule. If a child, let's say, is sick, is yellow, whatever it is, is sick, as was born, whenever the child becomes well, you don't model straight away. Then you got to count another seven days. Day number eight is your mala. So if it became well on the day of the Pesach, you don't circumcise that night. It's only eight days later. So what's the problem? Uh, we give him the, um, the full seven full, days before you, you mal him on the eighth day. <clears throat> For the Gemara, uh, it's talking about, let's give him the whole seven days. Says the Gemara, the Yavin Shiva. It's talking about a case here where you got better seven days ago. Got better seven days ago. And only and now the, the eighth day is at a Pesach. So the question goes back again. If the eighth is at a Pesach, when does the mitzvah miller start? From the morning. So again, by the time you shut the animals, already a chiva miller. How could, how are you how are you able to shut the, the Pesach if you didn't mal your child? So any time that you have an issue of maling a child on the on that day, it's always before the current Pesach. How can you have a, a mitzvah miller before the meal? But the mitzvah wasn't around during the shit of current Pesach. It's not possible. So this is an important rule. Normally we say the eighth day, I don't care what time the, 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 the day the child was born, the eighth day, you model the child. But if the child was sick and then it gets better, you have to know precisely the moment it got better because it's, it's eight, eight days to the moment. It got better at three o'clock in the afternoon or when the doctor came in and said the child is all right now, so three o'clock, let's say, then you can only model the child three o'clock in the afternoon, eight days later. First, before the Mara knew that, the Mara said, didn't say that you have also game of older that the day became better just like the day was born, and the day was born, you can mile any time. My lab, my yemi of older, lady makes legs, but it comes a day is born. If you don't care if it's 24 hours, 24 hours, any time of the eight day, you can mile. In fact, the mitzvah is to do as early as possible. I've given her also lady in the makes legs, the day became better, you don't need makes legs. The Mara, no. The day got better, it's better than the day he was born. The day he was born, like being in Mace You don't need 24 hours. The day got better, being in Mace You need it to be exactly that time. So we're talking about that he got better 
after they brought the current Pesach, three o'clock in the afternoon. So when you brought the current Pesach, there was no Mitzvah on this child. Therefore, it didn't prevent you from bringing current Pesach. But now, three o'clock in the afternoon, there's a Mitzvah Miller. You cannot eat the, that night the curb unless you mala the child. So that's one answer to the The possibility where during the Shechitah, there was no Mitzvah Miller, but the Mitzvah Miller started at night. Now, Papa gives, we'll have a few other answers now, a few other scenarios. Now, Papa's like, you know, what happens if, if you know, other, not all sicknesses, do you have to give it another seven days? Some of this, it's only if there's, you know, if there's a fever that it attacked the entire body. Well, the baby's yellow. But um, if, let's say, the eyes hurt, the eye of the child hurt, so you couldn't do a, a bris miller, and then the eat but got better. It got better in the afternoon. You don't have to count another seven days, but you have to wait till it gets better. Got better in the afternoon. So there's no mitzvah miller by the shkita, but the mitzvah miller kicked in before the night. The eat but got cured between, in between. So they sent a shliach to go ahead and bring a card Pesach. I, the son, wasn't circumcised yet. But remember, we just learned the only time that we say that the circumcision of the son prevents the card Pesach is if he could have done it. Here they couldn't have done it because they were in jail. And because they were, in, they were in jail, they couldn't have done it. So therefore, it doesn't prevent them. And then suddenly they were freed. Now that they were freed, they were freed four o'clock in the afternoon. So during the shechita, there was no issue because they couldn't do it. And at four o'clock in the afternoon, they could do it. So they could have. And therefore, there's ma'akir the evening. Now, two things. Rashi, first of all, says, mitzvah milim mutelis alehem on both of them. So some people want to say Rashi holds the mitzvah mil is on the mother as well, which is a big chiddish, not just on the father. But another interesting thing is, which I didn't say anyone talk about it, is why doesn't the, why? What do you mean you, the father couldn't have malad his child? Just like he's bringing a corn pesach using a shliach, why wasn't it a mitzvah for the father or the mother to hire a shliach, get a shliach to circumcise the son? To circumcise the son. And um, you know the, the, the famous Ramo over there, Shimpeiches, whether you can have a shliach to do aben, whether you can have a shliach to do for you, Mrs. Miller, even though we have a moil and everything else, and you point him as a shliach, or do we say that the mitzvah is, if not on you, it's on them? But why you have to think about why isn't it important? Why don't we say you could have done the miller, get a shliach to mala your son, and therefore it should be ma'akiv the shkita as well. But a papa clearly holds that you that there's no such mitzvah to get a shliach, or that you shouldn't use a shliach for mitzvah miller. That um, the Gemara continues. I'll give another example. What about the child? a tumtum, which means it had a skin growth over it. And according to the taste of Moses Shainim, there's no chiv to, to ever remove that skin. So they had no idea whether it's a boy or girl. So at the time, there's no mitzvah mila. Shanikra, but it ripped open after the after the year brought the pace of an imtazach and found out a zach bain bain in between. So now you have a mitzvah mila. So you have to make sure it does it before the night. This is an interesting thing here. The, the baby stuck its head out. From the uterus, and as soon as the baby sticks the head out, it's, it's the baby is already considered alive. You start counting your eight days, and then it's it, it, you know it stayed there. It didn't come out. It went back in, and then it came out on the eighth day. So it wasn't out yet when um, physically out. You couldn't mull him during the the current the current pesach, but it came out in the afternoon. So therefore now you, now you have a mitzvah. Says about a michai how can live for eight days? Once the head comes out, we learn Once the head comes out, pops out. Everything that was closed, like its mouth, opens up, and everything that was open um, is now shut. The navel, everything else, and, and how does the child sustain itself? Now the head went back in. How will the child sustain itself for eight days? So he can't live even for one moment because it doesn't feed itself. Interesting. The fever, when a person is sick, you know, sometimes you don't eat for days. So how do you um, how do you survive? 
because the fever itself uh, sort of slows your body down completely. It doesn't need as many calories to sustain itself. And it starts somehow or another feeding itself from the water in your body, from other parts of your body, uses, uses um, stored fats to feed itself. So the same thing here with the child. The fever took care of the child. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. So therefore, they sustained them for eight days, and as soon as they came out, that's when you hide meal in the afternoon. See what it doesn't make sense. Each man who's fever, he lay me the child. He only calls you a boy. If it's the child's fever, you tell me the child had a fever. When the baby comes out, you're not hiding meal straight away. You got to give it another eight days because it had a fever. We said you wait eight days. Interesting. The mother was the one who was sick, and the child was able to feed off the fats and all that from the mother as well. What do you boys say? Another answer is that's a little bit hard to understand. This. If the child doesn't scream for help, I will hecha the ma'ava. If the child is able to scream, able to cry, and everything else, then somehow or another it's able to sustain itself. Either it's if the child starts screaming, it's somehow or another that it wakes up the child, able to sustain itself from his mother, um, from its mother. Or um, I'm not sure exactly how it works. If the child is able to uh, scream itself. Um, now we continue. The says, somebody who's not circumcised is mekabel hazo. Even though he's not circumcised, he's able already to, you know, if somebody's tummy, you have to spray the paraduma the third and seventh day. And Odol, even though at the moment he's not circumcised, he can do that. She came at Sinabavasena. We find actually, um, we're talking about. Um, um, <clears throat> Uh, what do you call? And even though it's not all at the time, we don't say, "Oh, the Hazor's worthless." Says the Gemara, she came at Sinu Baba We find by our ancestors, she kibul Hazor kishehin areilim in them by Yeshua. They had to throw. Most of the Indians were not circumcised, but they were eating a carbon Pesach, and they were all tummy. Now, why were they all tummy? According to Rashi, they were all tummy because they had to bury the dead every year for forty years. They died, which is a, a bit hard to understand for two reasons. First, um, first of all, as, as, as Rashi tells in Mortainus and Babasar, that they dug their own graves and they went in themselves. But that isn't really a question because somebody had to cover them. So they, they covered them, they were oil covering over them. But uh, according to Tasis and others, the last year nobody died. They died, and that was, that's the Yamtav of Tuba because nobody died the last year. So they would have become Torah way before then. So where, um, why are they, um, they still Tame? <clears throat> Why are they still tummy? Um, uh, what do you call? Um, so anyway, so um, Rashi then brings another opinion that says because if you if you circumcise yourself, that in itself makes it tummy. Rashi doesn't like that shot, but I think those who learn that shot is because they have a problem with Rashi's shot. Why were they tummy when people bury you know bury themselves? Anyway, so they were makabalas when they went to stroll, even though they weren't circumcised yet. And and Shalemar said, "How do I know?" It says, "Well, I'm all in the yard of Bazochay. When did they enter it to Saul? On the tenth day of Nisan, Harishin Ba'asan ten day, Loy Mihili. Now they weren't circumcised yet. Mishum Chos Nurcha, they couldn't circumcise on the tenth day because they were very very weak. He's Hazor Emus Avilu, and but they were they wanted to incarnate Pesach on the fourteenth day, and you need the third and the seventh. So when the third day can only be on the tenth day of Nisan, so the seventh would be on the fourteenth in the morning. Is um." His aim is of Lakish and Island. So it had to be, and, and they didn't mallet to the 11th day. So it must be that they all received the Hazar when they were still at Aylin. Says the Gemara. Now the Gemara doesn't make a distinction. Maybe the difference between the third day and the seventh day between the first spring and the second spring. So either all or nothing. If you need um, uh, if an is, is disqualified from the from the seventh day, it's also disqualified from the third day. 
So you answers, who said they made a current Pesach? Which is a difficult understanding of Mara's question because the Pesach says clearly, that much it can't be. The Chesiv, it says clearly in the Pesach there, by Yas was a Pesach, they made the Pesach on the 14th day of that year. And I'm not sure exactly what the Mara's question was. So who said that they were tired? Maybe they, they were all Tomei. It says clearly they they went to the they were all tired. The only way they've got tired is by sprinkling the afer of the poraduma. So it must be that even though they were not all, you can spray. There's two stages of millers when you cut through them. There's, there's the top skin and the lower skin. The thick skin is the top one. You cut the top one, that's Mila. And then there's another one called Priya, opening it up, where you, you, where you see the model using his nail, he tears open the bottom skin, which is a much thinner membrane, then opens it up. So Rabbi Avramovino didn't have the mitzvah Priya. Remember, it says, But Ace Hahi, Omar Hashem Ali Hashem then told Yehoshua, I say, make these sharp things, and then go ahead and mala the Jews again a second time. So therefore, what did Hashem tell you sure they didn't have before? Must be that he gave them the mitzvah of Priya, which they didn't have before. Says the Gemara. Now Tasha says clearly that Avram Avinu did Priya, but it wasn't mandated to do Priya, because you know Avram Avinu did all the mitzvahs in the Tata, it just wasn't mandate, mandated, yeah. Now the famous face is all trying to ask, Navim and Allah add new mitzvahs, how can you tell me there's a new mitzvah given to Yeshua called Priya? So Tasha already says it was given to Moshe, Allah Moshe, but Yeshua put it into a pasuk. Uh, how do you know that it's told my priya? Maybe Hashem is telling Yeshua, all those people that weren't gemalit, malad or now. But it says in the it says in the kimulim that all those people who left Mitzrayim were all circumcised. But all those who were born in the midbar were not circumcised. Were not circumcised. It says in the Im <clears throat> came. If you can learn pshat, that what that is talking about that all those people who were born in the midbar weren't gemal. That's what Hashem told you. Sure, who said he gave him a second stage of mila? He, those who were gemal already leave them be. It, he Hashem told you sure there were so many Eden who weren't circumcised yet. Go circumcise them. How do you know that he's telling them that even those who are circumcised give them the second stage of priya? As the Gemara, because look at the wording in the passing case. So my shuv, it says go ahead again to the Eden. Shane the second time. Shuv is again. What do you mean again? If they're already, he's only going to those who never circumcised. And Allah will He's going back to the people who already were circumcised and he's doing priya. Umay sheni. So what do you mean a second time again? Um, now that you said, said the word shuv, shuv means a second time. Why say shenis? To tell you that the second stage priya is as important as the first stage the meal itself. Without it, it means you're an adul. So to the priya also, if you don't do that, you're an adul. Now we learned. These are the strings that are still attached, as if you haven't done the meal at all. The flesh that covers most of the crown. And the ain as a result, you considered an oral, even though you did most of the circumcision, but a few still strings attached, you were considered as if you're an oral, you cannot eat children. This is the flesh that covers most of the height of the crown. That all has to be you know cut through. Okay. We'll stop over here and continue tomorrow. We're still focusing on the on the Eden in the mid, but why they didn't circumcise? Why Taka did they circumcise themselves? It seems that the majority didn't. What happened there? But Yeshua was the one who gave us the mitzvah of Priya.